0: Welcome to a special episode of Giants of the Faith. My name is Robert Daniels and I'm the host of this podcast. Today's bonus episode is a bit of a lighter take on Giants of the Faith. Of all the people and fruits that would make a worthy study for this show, Bob the Tomato is by far the most requested. You might think I'm kidding, but I'm not. I made a sort of offhand joke about doing a Bob the Tomato episode way back in episode zero, and it kind of stuck. So, Here we are with Bonus Episode 1, featuring everyone's favorite VeggieTales host, Bob the Tomato. Before we get too deep into the story of Bob the Tomato, we need to address the elephant in the room. And that is, exactly how can a tomato, which is botanically a fruit, host a small screen show called VeggieTales? Well, I don't know how the creators of the show explain this contradictory casting, but I have always self-justified it by going to the United States Supreme Court, which ruled in the fascinating 1893 case of Nix v. Hedden that for customs and tax purposes, the tomato is classified as a vegetable rather than a fruit. I suppose if he debuted today rather than during the repressive 1990s, he would be applauded for being a fruit that identified as a vegetable. But we'll leave discussions like that to the Babylon Bee. With that pressing issue solved, we can jump right into our shallow dive into the story of Bob the Tomato. In many ways, Bob's story is the veggie Tale story. If you were a kid in a Christian home, or a Christian parent in the 1990s, it's almost unthinkable that you don't know the Veggie Tales. They're a group of computer-animated vegetables, and at least one fruit, that danced and sang their way into the hearts of children and parents all over the world, all while teaching stories from the Bible, like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and others, and promoting Christian values. The TV show was developed by Phil Vischer and Mike Naraki in the early 90s and blew up into a cultural phenomenon that continues to echo today. Bob was born, or budded, or ripened, or whatever a tomato does, in 1990. He was the brainchild of Phil Vischer and was the second VeggieTales character and was created shortly after Larry the Cucumber. Incidentally, Vischer initially envisioned using candy bars rather than vegetables, and at least one fruit, as the stars of his show. A providential suggestion from his wife that mothers would not be happy with the show making their kids even more candy-crazy led to the shift to the healthier vegetables, and at least one fruit. Vischer was looking for characters without limbs, hair, or clothing because they'd be easy to animate with the rudimentary animation systems that existed at the time. Bob the tomato and Larry the cucumber were kind of a Laurel and Hardy or Johnny and Ed-type pairing. Larry was always the zany, wacky character, ready to obsess over a Susie action camper or burst into a silly song. Bob was a straight man. He'd always try to keep the show on track and deliver the moral or biblical lesson that each episode presented. They worked well together, even if there were occasional arguments. Through the years, Bob appeared as Shadrach, a butler, a bus driver, a fruity Tom Sawyer, a pastor, and a Mexican, among others. His range is pretty impressive. So VeggieTales was originally distributed by mail order on VHS through advertisements in Christian parenting magazines. Eventually, it was picked up by Christian retailers, but the creators struggled to find any mainstream success until Kmart, of all retailers, picked it up. That's when things really blew up. Bob and Larry could be found virtually everywhere. As Big Idea, the company behind VeggieTales, grew, so did the stature of Bob. There were Bob the Tomato t-shirts, Bob the Tomato neckties, toys, fan art, YouTube tributes, the list goes on and on. Bob was seemingly everywhere, both inside and outside of Christian culture. Bob and his Veggie friends grew and grew in popularity until eventually, in 2002, They made their debut on the silver screen in Jonah, a VeggieTales movie. In many ways, Jonah was the apex of VeggieTales. It represented the pinnacle of success, wherein VeggieTales had risen from a small two-man operation to a large, multi-million dollar business that employed hundreds. But it was also exemplary of the hubris and inexperience of the men behind Big Idea. Just one day after the movie premiere, Big Idea was forced to lay off half their staff the self-funded movie had brought the studio down. A later distribution lawsuit forced the company into bankruptcy, and Bob and his friends were sold off to a secular company where they continued to languish. A few years later, Netflix and DreamWorks began to push to revive VeggieTales. They brought in Doug Tenapel, the creator of Earthworm Gem and other characters, to run the new VeggieTales in the house show. Despite the talents of Doug, Ethan, Nicole, Later of Babylon Bee fame, uh, Michael J. Nelson of Mystery Science Theater 3000, and other talented folks, the show bombed. Fans of the original DVD series hated the direction of the new veggies. The characters now had eyebrows, bulging bug-like eyes, new characters were introduced that didn't quite catch on, and shockingly, a meat-based character, Bacon Bill, was brought onto the show. In addition, Phil Vischer, who was brought back to voice Bob, The show publicly, it was a disaster. A move from the house to the city didn't help. In 2019, a third generation of VeggieTales shows featuring the intrepid Bob was announced. This series was to be sponsored by TBN and focus on the fruits of the spirit. New episodes are currently exclusive to the Yippee streaming service. I'm pleased to report that Bob and his friends are once again eyebrowless. Bob continues his role as the level-headed member of the troupe. Some have wondered why the veggies share the love and message of God with children and adults. What's their driving motivator? They obviously aren't ensouled so Christ didn't come to save them from their sins. I think we can look to Luke 19.40, where the Pharisees wanted Jesus to rebuke his disciples for singing his praises, and Jesus told them that if the disciples were silent, even the rocks would cry out. I think it's not too much of a stretch to place vegetables in the same category as rocks in this conversation. They can't help but to praise the Lord. Well, this concludes this silly special bonus edition of Giants of the Faith. Bob the Tomato might not be the typical Christian hero, but his contribution to modern Christian culture cannot be denied. I hope you've enjoyed this silly look into one of the most beloved characters in Christian media. Until next time, God bless.